What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Faith in 500 Degree Heat. I'm Caleb, and this is Tyler. What's up? And um, so we've been away for a couple weeks. You know, it was uh, Christmas time and New Year's, and just trying to get, had a lot going on at work and just in our life, and just, uh, you know, just getting ready for this new year. But tonight, today, we're going to jump right back into it, talking about God in 2023. What do we want to see through this episode? So basically, we're going to be just kind of going over, you know, What's it look like to follow God? What's it look like to be a Christian in 2023? What should you set your eyes for? And what should what should you be careful for? What should you look out for in your everyday life? Things that may seem harmless, but in the end, they could really affect your your walk with the Lord and just how to you know go about your daily life. Tyler, yes, sir. Let's jump into it. Uh, God has already started working in 2023. Started early, and the incident I'm about to talk about, everybody's heard about, seen it on the news. It was the talk for two weeks everywhere. Uh, DeMar Hamlin got hit, went into cardiac arrest on the field, got transported. Uh, was discharged a week later from the hospital, which is amazing. And the events that came out of that incident are pretty awesome. Uh, the quarterback for the Bills, Josh Allen, has become a better cross follower after the incident. And the networks that covered that, NFL, ESPN, some of the ones that never would have mentioned the name of God, started saying that we need to pray. And one of the reporters for ESPN even went as far on air saying, y'all keep saying that we need to pray. And uh, how about we stop right now and pray? And he said, Lord, we come to you today because you're the only one that can do something about this. And God showed up. Uh, DeMar got, like I said, discharged a week later. And that's pretty awesome after having CPR done on you. Uh, DeMar came out and tweeted, God is using me in a different way. And Josh Allen in a, uh, conference after the game he said it was just spiritual god's real because the bills ran back a kickoff for a touchdown it had been three years and three months since the last time that had happened and the mars number was number three but uh you know it wasn't even long ago that the world was shunning tim tebow for his fate yeah and you know going back to what you said tyler it's pretty crazy you know he was he, they performed cpr on the field resuscitated him, transported him to the hospital, and, re- and had to CPR and resuscitate him again. And just for me, Tyler being the, the EMS field, you know, I can guarantee you out of all the people I've done CPR on in the field, I don't think any of them made it. So it's pretty wild that they were able to, you know, CPR is very uh, invasive and very disruptive to your system. And it's pretty amazing that they were able to not revive him once, but revive him, revive him twice. And that he was discharged a week later. It's yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. wild. But another way God's showing himself uh, in this crazy year, um, if if you're familiar with what's going on in California right now, they, they, they're on a big hurricane watch. You know, it's supposed to be a pretty big storm coming through. And to me, that's kind of crazy because when was the last time anybody knew of a hurricane coming through California? I mean, they're on the uh, West Coast. I mean, they don't get that kind of stuff. Now, if you're in Florida, it's different. But, um, but it's kind of crazy because you stop and think about the past several years in California. You can look back at the wildfires, this hurricane, and just a lot of stuff that's been going on. Uh, and some people may disagree, but I kind of see it as, as a sign from God. You know, you look back in history um, on corrupt nations in, in in the Bible times, especially you think of Nineveh and you think of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, and there, there's plenty of others. Um, they were hit by natural disasters and things that disrupted them because they were living a very sinful and not private sinful, but very outspoken blasphemy against God. And, and most people can agree that uh, California is probably mo- one of the most liberal states in the states. And um, and I'm not trying. We're not trying to get into a 
uh, political debate, whether you're liberal or or Republican, because there's only one true um, party you should be with, and that's the God party. You know, there's things on both sides that line up with the Word of God, and there's things on both sides that don't, and that's a decision you have to make personally, um, and and you shouldn't be, you know, discouraged from listening to this, because, you know, we're not speaking up for one or the other, but um, uh, as most people know, you know that uh, California is where Hollywood is, and we all know the kind of satanic things and demonic things that are coming out of Hollywood. Um, you know, they push a lot of agendas against God. They push a lot of agendas for the world and to live in almost to live in Satan, to live in a lot of things that uh, are just completely wrong and sinful. I'm going to read a passage. It says uh, in James 4:12, it says there's only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? Both of these events uh, that have been going on with the Hamlin and these hurricanes and stuff, is God showing himself to the world? You know, you just got to look for it and, and see and, and read the signs. But when we love and obey, um, he will show us uh, what happens and when we don't and we refuse it. Right. And like you said, talking about Hollywood and all the agendas, uh, I'm going to talk about celebrities. Just stay away from them. Just kind of distance yourself because of what they stand for. And a lot of the people that listen to this may not even know who these people are, but your kids might because they're popular through middle schools and high schools right now. The first one's Trippy Red. He was dressed as a demon in a music video. Demi Lovato, Madonna, they were on a cross mocking God for their, their albums. And you got Tyler, the creator. He had an upside-down cross on his forehead in one of his videos. His uh, lyrics are blasphemous. ASAP Rocky, he's very popular. In one of his videos, he was in a pentagram with, with some other people, which is a satanic ritual. It's it's cultic. And you got DaBaby, another rapper. He was on a cross in his video mocking God. Tupac and Kendrick Lamar, they were uh, mocking Jesus, the cru- crucifixion of Jesus with a crown of thorns on their head. And then Lil Nas X, he's, he's a big one. He's done a lot of satanic things, videos, uh, ads, sponsors he's done. Uh, yeah, little Dicky, he was on a cross, also mocking God. And, you know, you could look at this with your natural eye and just say it's just them being cute, trying to have a shock factor on the world. But the Bible says there's a real spiritual warfare taking place, and this is wicked and evil. The demons may seem all scary, but listen, and they are afraid of the real Jesus and his power. Yeah, I mean, you take a minute, take take the next two weeks and read Revelation. It's pretty clear on the spiritual warfare. It goes on all around us. I mean, we don't see it because it's, you know, spiritual warfare. But, you know, reading off these names and stuff, we're not we're not necessarily just trying to call people out for being sinful because, you know, God says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, that, that none of us deserve his forgiveness. But we're, we're just trying to make you aware of these people and these, these almost influencers and celebrities that a lot of kids and people look up to these days. And they look up to them because they're famous and they got all this and that. But... You know, they want to wear, like, Lil Nas X came out with these shoes that were satanic shoes. You know, they had a drop of human blood in them, and they were the 666 shoes and, and all these things. And people wanted to bomb to be cool and, and be and represent him and all this kind of stuff. But you got to take a minute. And, and the, I've always believed that you have to really be careful about the type of music you listen A lot of people be like, yeah, oh, it's just music. It's just fun to jam, listen to the beat, you know, get my speakers pumping, all that kind of stuff. But when you when you listen to a song, that artist gets money for it, whether it's on Spotify. They get a certain percentage of that money. And so you listen to some of these songs like, okay, Lil Nas X, when Old Town Road came out, uh, 
everybody listened to it. I mean, that mm-hmm. song went national. Like yeah. every, I mean, I listened to it a lot. But then you start seeing these things, and it's like, you know, could have me have listened? I probably listened to that song probably two hundred times. <laughs> could it, could I have attributed to those the production of those shoes with the money that he was getting off my, you, you know? And when you get when you start thinking about stuff like that, well, a lot of other people listen to it. You could say, well, a lot of other people, uh, other people listen to it too. Well, the thing is, is you got to take a stand as a Christian for for what's right. And even though the song may seem harmless and, and, you know, the the merchandise that they are selling may seem harmless, you got to take a minute and be like, is this honoring to God? Because there's going to come a time when you're going to have to answer to God for why did you buy those shoes that were a blasphemy against me? Why did you listen to that song on repeat? Because all these things are doing is taking people away from, from the Lord. And I'm not saying these people are necessarily bad people. But they have an influence on their life that's not of God. And the the enemy is using their influence to influence lost people. And I'm I'm not saying I don't know their spiritual walks, but just by the way of these things we listed, it shows that they're lost too. So what we can do as Christians is pray for them and, and you know, love on them if we ever get the chance to meet them. But but we can't look up to them as a model. The only model we should look up to is Jesus, because if we put our trust and faith in anything else. It's just going to leave us empty, and it's going to not further the kingdom of God, but it's going to go completely opposite and lead people astray. Right, and then I, I got a personal situation that happened the other day at work. We were on the side of the road, actually on a wreck, waiting on the rescue to get there. And when they got there, this guy gets off. He, he walks up to me and goes, hey, man, smile a little bit. And, you know, I didn't think I looked mad or, like, I didn't want to be there. I thought I looked fine, but we started cutting it up. I cracked a grin, but... uh. I say that to say this, the Lord, he works in mysterious ways. He's always, he'll talk to you. And at church the other day, we started this new series. It's called How to Be Blank. And one of the things in that message was how to be cheerful. And I was like, wow, this is really talking to me. I, I thought of that situation. And the message said to be cheerful and greet people with a smile and kind and genuine words of encouragement. So I just kind of like sat there thinking about how many people have I run calls on that see me as mean not wanting to you know talk to them or interact with them but the verses in the message were proverbs fifteen twenty six, which says the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the lord but gracious words are pure and the second verse is proverbs proverbs fifteen thirty, and it says light in a messenger's eyes brings joy to the heart and good news gives health to the bones yeah that's awesome I want to ask a question, and it's, why is the world becoming more violent? And with that, I'm going to read a verse. It's 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. It says, But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. And it says to avoid such people. And I think one of the most dangerous things in this world is people who claim to be Christians and yet live in a world like the sinners do. You know, the sinners will tell you that they're sinners and they're going to show you how they live and they're not going to be ashamed of it. And that's how you can reach them. But the Christians or the people who say they're Christians who live just like the, the lost do, when you try to reach out to them, they're going to get all defensive. You know, when I go back, why is the world becoming more violent? The Bible describes our time period as the last days. 
when many people would have no natural affection and being fierce, engaging in brutal and savage actions, those dis, uh, those displaying such traits would advance from bad to worse. Right. You know, we see that firsthand at work being more violent last year. The city broke a record for homicides. Yeah. But throughout the nation, uh, we're only 24 days in to January and there's been 25 mass shootings. And uh, there's a lot of information out there and a lot of blame, but not a lot of truth being shared about these shootings. Jesus Christ has given us the uh, power that we need and all the anointing that we need to break every demonic attack in this world. And right now we're seeing some ungodly, very demented, wicked things across our nation and even the world. And this is the result of what we would call spiritual weakness on behalf of the church and also spiritual wickedness on behalf of the principalities and powers that are operating in the world. But there's some truth behind these shootings that a lot of people don't want to talk about. People just want to, they just don't want to face the reality and they just want to place the blame. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's so important, you know, with all this stuff going on, it's easy to get discouraged. But I just want to remind you that if you are a believer, you know, there is hope. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, and that's Jesus. The Bible says um, that he's going to come like a thief in the night. We don't know when he's going to come. In Matthew 24, verse 42, it says, Therefore stay awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore you must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. A lot of people be like, yeah, the world's going to end soon. Jesus is coming back because all this stuff's happening. But the Bible also says that he's going to come back at a time nobody's going to expect. So we have to be careful in how we live being caught up in these, in the, the politicalness of these shootings, of these things that are happening. And be mindful that, you know, the Lord could come back literally before we upload this podcast. You know, he could come back before you finish listening. He could come back before you got to go back to work. And so I think it's so important that we be careful in this day and age. And I'm guilty of this too, just living in the world and getting caught up in life and the, you know, things to look forward to. I'm getting married this year. I can't wait. Um, and I'm, I'm so excited for that, but the Lord could come back before then. And so as we deal with all the stress of pl- wedding planning or all this stuff, we have to remember to give it back to God because, you know, it says we're not, we're not going to be prepared for when he comes. So you want to make sure you're prepared daily. You want to make sure you're living in Christ daily. Cause like it said, if the th- uh, master of the house knew when the thief was coming, he wouldn't. Um, he would have stayed awake. So if we knew when God was coming, we'd get all our ducks in a row. And that's the point. God wants us to want Him. He wants us to be prepared for when He comes, and wants us to live a life glorifying to Him. Awesome. Uh, that really wraps it up for all I got. I don't know if you have anything else. No, I'm just gonna leave y'all with a challenge. Just this week, try to find the good in things. Like Tyler was saying, be cheerful. Don't be caught up in in the uh, the depressing stages or what may be thrown at you this this week be cheerful and just know that god is on the throne and, and that you have a hope in him right and if y'all ever need anything need somebody to talk to you can find us on facebook instagram send us a message once we upload this if y'all don't mind get it out there share it go to our page comment how you think it went if we needed to add anything lift anything out just do that for us yeah that's but- it Hopefully we'll be back next week. We got some special guests lined up for the next several weeks, and we're really excited about those. Um, those we will reveal soon. But, you know, just hope you all have a good week, and thank you for listening.